Whether it's for work or play, we rely on home internet so much these days. Being connected and staying connected has never been more important. So if you want reliable internet bought you at speed, switch to Aussie Broadband. It only takes a few minutes to sign up and their 100% Australian-based support team are ready to help. Aussie Broadband, the actual Aussie way. Find out more at aussiebroadband.com.au. T's and C's apply. Thousands of Aussies trust Aussie Broadband to keep them connected to the world, even when they're on the go. Because as well as reliable home internet, Aussie Broadband also offers flexible mobile plans with super generous data allowances and no locking contracts. Their 100% Australian-based support team are ready to help you make the switch. It only takes a few minutes. Aussie Broadband, the actual Aussie way. Search Aussie Broadband Mobile to find out more. T's and C's apply. Hey guys, welcome back to Dylan Friends. This week on the show, Premiership star. Absolute star. I love watching this bloke play. Um, yeah, bloody hell, he's done some incredible things. Clayton Oliver uh, got him fresh off the grand final, um, off a really big year winning the Coaches Association Award and, and nearly taken home the Brownlow as well. If, if there wasn't so many good players in his team, he, he might have even taken it home. So it was an honour having him in um, to unpack you know, his career um, what he gets up to and, and obviously the grand final We'll talk a lot about the game And, and how big that was And um, it was really funny Like you know he, he even said himself It's so hard to remember It's all a little bit of a blur What happened Throughout the grand final And um, even after it But he does his best job in, uh, in telling us How big that was For not just himself But the Melbourne Footy Club And what they've You know really been through To, to get that win um, He talks a lot about You know being a young player Being a bit of a draft bolter And even though he played A lot of good footy In his first year He sort of felt like He wasn't really ready For the, the professionalism Side of things But it's been obvious That that's been something That he's really picked up Even coming in the studio today You could just see How fit he looked like I was, in, I was just like Wow this bloke Is ready for a big Big 2022 um, It was awesome So happy to see him In the studio Absolutely love this chat And uh, very excited To watch the Melbourne Demons Run out in 2022 I think they're going to Do some some real damage. Um, not that that's breaking news. Let's go. My name is Deborah, Dylan's mum. Welcome to the Dylan Friends podcast. Many ways, I've been waiting my whole life for this moment. Tears. 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 Strength. I'm like, I run. She's like, yeah. everyone runs. I'm like, but does everyone go to the Olympics? <laughs> They're sitting there meditating, going, oh my God, I think I'm meditating. How this is for meditating? It's like, <laughs> I had a Wu Tang call. I was like, yo, Dylan, thanks for getting us in. I just love it's it. knuckle puck time. Yeah. It's like, it's like, <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Clary Oliver, welcome to the podcast, my friend. This is huge. Yes, it is huge. It is very huge. Thanks for having me. Mate, thank you so much. This has been a long time in the making. We were planning this one for a while. Yes, yes. Um, Finally got you in. COVID yeah. 2019? I can't remember. They all just blur into yeah, one. It's yeah. so hard to look back into yeah. the lockdowns and everything. But it's fair to say a lot has happened since then. A lot. A lot. Oh, can I start off, actually? Sorry. So Please. my mate, yeah. his name's Alex. He's my best mate yeah. ever. Yeah. Alex, he is in love with you. Really? He, I'm talking like... Oh, my God. I'm talking like the biggest man crush in history. Like... He, What's his name? Alex Gugolotti. There we go. And he's like... So I was, time I, I, was, yeah, yeah. So I was with him. Um, he actually said... I told him last night. I was playing a fair at his yeah. house. And I said, you wouldn't, be, you wouldn't believe what I'm doing tomorrow. And he goes, please tell me you're doing it. Oh. You doing it? I'm like, yes. And he goes, oh my God, give me a shout out, please. Please oh, give me something. Oh my God. Yeah. Beautiful man. Alex, we love you. Yes, shout yes, out to yes, him. Yes, massive shout out to him. So there, he's going to be stoked with that. He love always that. asks me to give me a little... little please tell me. <laughs> so he's, he's got his little moment. They're good. Yeah, They're good. He does love it though. We're going to talk about a lot today so much for you um, I've been excited for this chat for a while I love the way you've gone about it really see your whole career like you go from someone who's been a really late bloomer in footy I don't think you even played big country um, you get picked up in pick five four 
four. Pick four. Yeah, yeah pick Melbourne, four. Melbourne bid on Sydney. Uh, yeah. Cal Mills. I yeah. Think, I think it was four. Yeah, four or five. Pick four um, and land of the Ds in, in a time where, you know, the club was pretty dire to now being one of the best midfielders in the comp, I, I say, and, and a lot of people do. The Coaches Association would, would say that as well. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, and to winning a grand final. So there's plenty to go through. First, I want to talk about what's happened um, this year with the granny. Uh, going into the 2021 season, what were your hopes? What were your expectations? What was the feeling like at, at the club and, and for yourself? Obviously, I think it was a pretty big year for the club in general because the year before we were playing pretty good footy and then we dropped those. We had two games up in... Uh, the uh, cans and we lost both them to Sydney and Freo and sort of cost ourselves finals and we probably thought we should have been playing finals last year or 2020 um, and then yeah so obviously huge expectations I think Goody had a bit of like even a bit of stuff about there just mm. lightens in like a bit of pressure I think the club had a lot of pressure as well um, and yeah so we had a good chat down Settlers Run I think it was just before December, just like put everything to bed. Where's Settlers Run, sorry? Uh, down Sorrento. So you had, a, you had a camp down there, did you? Yeah, we had like a, had a golf day and then we just had like a little like, which is just like a lock-in session, sort of about culture and the environment and all that and just put, sort of put everything out there. And it sort of just, I don't know, I think personally, I think as if you ask project anyone, it's probably just started our probably 20, 20, 2021 campaign there so we sort of look back on that a fair bit and Fuck. yeah so it was pretty it was pretty uh unbelievable was that the whole team or like a yeah. select few no no yeah. the whole team was down there so like yeah like literally we had a guy called jimmy plunkett run a uh it's called a growth session yeah and there's people on the table and we just sort of had a piece of paper and just writing everything what we thought and got all out there and just put us put, put everything to bed in 2021 uh, 2020 and just wanted to focus on yeah being the best club and best uh, environment we could be in 2021 what like I, I know again I, I know a lot of this would be inside intel and and don't go into it as much as you yeah. can but what came out for you most prevalent in that session what came out for you where you were just like fuck this is a big change there were so many things that yeah. like you, we, we like you just weren't being said that were we just sort of people just would just stand up and just say it and yeah. just like um for your accountability on pretty much everything you do and just rocking up late to like tiny little things like don't let it slide so we just had a, we probably had a high preference on that just one percent is everything yeah, yeah. Like just everything i think just just got the and we're just building like a great culture so then we can have younger boys come in and they just seamlessly fit in and yeah it was yeah which is really honestly really good 2021 season um what's the defining moment such a long year and i think you said it earlier, like it started back in the off-season, but it's so hard to stay motivated for the whole time. Like yeah. you're going to have ebbs and flows. You guys obviously came out and dominated the first half of the year, but there was a time when, you know, as an outside perspective, you're like, oh, shit, have Melbourne peaked too early? Like is it, is it you know, they already played their best footy? Um, and I'll admit, like I thought that that was, that was what was going to happen, but something changed. Like something sort of clicked or was it just momentum form that sort of got you back going? Uh, I think... As, as you know, yeah. playing football and being part of a football club, you're not going to win every single week. Um, you want to try to, but um, you're going to build momentum. And obviously, we had a pretty long stretch of like nine, ten weeks that we're playing good footy. And yeah, we're probably due to lose a couple, which I personally I believe that's probably the best thing for us. Mm. We had a we had a game against Brisbane. We played pretty poor. We should have lost that game. There's a couple of games we should have lost. We end up getting over line, but we probably shouldn't have. And then yeah, we had a few bad losses. We had one to Adelaide and. Uh, I think the other few losses in there and a few draws. I think it sort of just, uh, yeah, kick-started us again. Um, and the second half of the year, we had a good win against Port. Um, and sort of, yeah, got a belief back and just a little bit, we built a little bit of momentum going to finals as well. That Geelong win as well, I think, down at, at um, mm. GMHBA felt like it was 
you look at that now and you know in hindsight and you go fuck it was probably inevitable you weren't gonna you were gonna win the granny after that looking at history as well to go back yeah. Melbourne fans wouldn't want to be brought up but losing that game over like you know eight years ago probably one of the darkest days for Melbourne footy club mm. um, I know you weren't a part of it but you, I, I can still imagine people remember that and bring it up to go down there play and your back's against the wall when you win that game must have been huge for the footy club. I think Petrarca was nearly you know tearing up after the, yeah. after the game I think everyone was yeah, yeah. I couldn't even watch when Gwani was taking that kick mm. but um, <laughs> yeah. I was having a good chat of danger facing the other way um but yeah, it was yeah, it was seriously something else. And we'll sing the song and just sitting down there and just reflect on the whole year. It's probably been a pretty long year anyway with all the COVID stuff and everything going on. But um, yeah, it was something else, obviously for the fans as well and supporters. Your uh, form this year was was incredible. And we said before, Coach Association Award. Um, you know, you nearly win the Brownlow as well. You probably in a team where you got too many good players taking votes of each other, but. The consistency being able to keep backing up week after week after week, honestly, like I, I think that's the hardest thing in AFL. What what do you do? Like, what what do you do to think you can keep doing that? Like, is it momentum? Is it belief? Is it something you do during the week, or is it just in your head? You just know you can do it now. So probably when I first got to the club, um, I wasn't too professional. Yeah, probably a few things that happened, and then end of my first year. I uh, had a good chat with Brendan McCartney and there's a player called Billy Stretch and he's probably the most professional bloke I've ever met. Really good runner. Very good runner, very good in the gym. Everything just perfect, just ticks things off. So he sort of got me into a little bit of a habit of doing things um, just every day. Um, so I did that for this, my second pre-season. And I sort of came my second year and I had like just a, a week. So basically every week if I did the same thing, tick things off every day, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Throughout the whole week I felt like I was just... Uh, I, was, I thought I'd, I'd play well like I like I just in myself I knew I was going to play well so, I've so you got like a checklist where you go like, alright I'll get my recovery done yeah. get my extra physio yeah. do an extra weight session yeah it gives me the confidence to do my thing yeah so I've been doing that for a while obviously a few things have changed um, since then a few things taken a few things out and put a few more things in yeah um, to make myself feel better and yeah I've changed my focus on different things for this year as well so yeah it's been a, yeah a lot of things but yeah the day, if you do the Monday to Friday so you have the belief to play well on the weekend it's I, that sounds well and good, but like I did that, and that doesn't like work for everyone. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's got to be something else, and I, I, there might not be the answer there, but I, I, there must just be like that internal drive or something else that you're doing. Because I, I'll be honest, a lot of players would do that, yeah, and it doesn't have yeah. the same impact as yeah. what you've been able to do. Yeah, um, I had a good chat with Goody in off season as well. Yeah, obviously my person my form was a little bit better this year than it has been previously it was, I had a he had a focus on just three three big rocks is what he calls it yep. so I just had main training days so just focus on that train well if you train well during the week then you should be able to bring on game day and then he said sleep and just eat well so I probably took those second two actually no the first one as well I probably had more focus on them this year and then so it just made me feel better just well. ticking those like yeah. simple boxes just simple boxes yeah, yeah. Hey, um, if you're happy to, let's go. Let's go back to your first few years in in the system. Mm-hmm. Um, we we're chatting off air before about you know the way you came into the draft. You're a bit of a late bloomer. I, I still cannot believe the fact that you didn't, um, you know, you you weren't even playing the country, let alone really in, in a in a recruiter's eye at the start of that year to then get up and go pick four or five, um, in the draft. What changed for you that year? Like in your under 18 year, like do you think made you? Did you always have the belief? Did you just not get selected? Like, why were you um, why were you selected or um, bolted so late? So I was 
Uh, back in my very early years, you got to go back yeah. like a fair bit under 12s. I played uh, bottom age and top age under 12s, which yep. is, doesn't mean too much, but <laughs> at the time I thought. You're home. Yeah, I thought, fuck it, I'm going to play AFL. I'm pretty stoked. Like, I thought, yeah. Um, yeah. And then I sort of didn't grow too much until like 15, 16, so I was pretty small. Um, and then I got OP in my, like, my 17th year, uh, when I was 17, so I didn't yep. play for my bottom age year when I was at the Pioneers. So, yeah, I sort of, sort of given up hope there. And then Darren Ogier, the Bushies, called me up and he literally said, you want to come over and play for the Bush Rangers? Like, well, we'll see if we can fix your groin or whatever. Sort of might have, must have saw something in me. And then I was like, oh, yeah, definitely bothered me. I sort of just focused on my school. Oh, yeah. Um, and I had my good mate I was at school with Josh Shack. Um, Josh Shacky? Yes, very you good You went to school together? Yeah, GV, GS, Gone Valley Grammar. Shout out. Yeah, shout out. Yeah. Um, we got a school reunion this Saturday, actually, as well, uh, which would be good. But, um, yeah, so he was touted as a top three pick since he's been 16. So, yeah, I was like, it was pretty cool. And I had no chance. I was sort of just going out there playing footy for fun. And then, yeah, I don't even know what happened. On the second half of the year, I started playing all right. And yeah, and then out of nowhere, I went pick four, which is I still couldn't believe that either, actually. I went so early. Pick four. Did you nearly... Who was the pick after Melbourne? Essendon. Essendon. So Darcy Parish. Darcy Parish, okay. So yeah, I called from Essendon. I was going to go there. So I thought I was going to Essendon. Yeah. That draft's pretty incredible now when you think about it, yeah. isn't it? Like the players who got picked up. Mm-hmm. Um, weedering. Weedering. If you can't pick yourself, who do you reckon is the best player from that draft now? Give me your top three that you sort of look weedering, back in those drafts now. Stays definitely. number one? I think so. Yep. Oh, well, yeah. He's going to be a star for next probably 15 years. He's yep. played to his 40. Then Parrish. Yep. Very, oh, Mills has been good. Josh Dunkley, he's been riddled with few injuries. Yeah. He was pretty yeah. late. Sydney didn't want him either. Yeah. I did... Sydney didn't because he was father son yeah, Sydney. That was, that, that was I, I never quite understood that yeah that was weird um, nah I don't know I, honestly there's in our draft now there's so many <laughs> very good players but yeah, yeah waiting I can he still says one and then there's just a toss up between the next yeah there's literally a raffle between the next however many yeah. players impressive players super draft yeah. um, for years to come uh, get to the D's we've spoken about um you know where the club was at at that stage personally where were you at do you think that at that time um you were ready for afl nah not a chance i didn't even think i'd play at all i just sort of got there you didn't think you'd play no nah, i was just a sort of a kid from the country just probably a bit overwhelmed at the time um just i yeah i was only pretty much playing footy just for for the fun of it i never really seen the, like the professional and all the uh yeah, all the AOS kids had never seen any of that. So I was just literally just rocking up to training and playing on the weekend. So once I got the AFL and they're talking about diet and doing this, doing that, waking up, this, doing that, like all this, it was sort of just probably, yeah, probably too much at the start. And I was probably a bit overwhelmed by it. And then we had a couple of early draft picks. We had Gussie Brayshaw, yep. um, Track, yep. uh, Nathan Jones. We had a pretty good midfield at the time, Bernie Vince. So I was didn't think I was going to play too much. And I think it was a couple of injuries. So, I, yeah, got a couple of games that I don't think I should have. Still don't think I should have played. Um, yeah, I played like 10 games that year. And, yeah, it's probably more just an eye-opener just to see like how hard you actually do have to work and what you have to do every week to, yeah, to play AFL football. Being a young bloke, you know, back when I was sort of playing footy and, and you see so many guys that um, I was just saying like I just had absolutely no idea what it took at the highest level do you have 
empathy now for like young kids coming through and you can sort of help them out a bit more or like see where they were at at that stage absolutely yeah. absolutely kids come in wide-eyed and just happy to be drafted and i completely understand it like it's everyone goes at their own rate i reckon yeah you can't you can help them out but i don't reckon force them too much you just want to sort of nurture them through it i guess because yeah, if they don't want to do it, like at the end of the day, if you don't want to do it yourself personally, then you're not going to do it. So mm. it's a good way to yeah help them out and do it the right way. Um, but yeah, most of most of the players, yeah, they they want to do it. They will. When do you though feel that you actually like? No, nah, I, I belong here now. Like I, I belong. Was there a moment or is there a game where you just sort of tore it apart or you played a good role or had a conversation with the coach after? You're like, yeah, this is you know I, I deserve to be here. Yeah, so my second year was a bit of a. It was I played. I think I was yeah I played alright actually that year but I still didn't think I don't know it was a weird feeling mm. I actually ended up winning the BNF as well that year in your second year yeah but I was which was yeah I don't know it definitely wasn't my second year it was a weird one I feel playing alright football but I didn't feel like I f- was probably as good as I should have been it was probably, yeah. yeah probably maybe like a couple months maybe two or three months in my third year yep so yeah um, I started playing alright and sort of felt like I, you sort of get that yeah that feeling you get not really, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, so it was sort of, yeah, I think it just, it was maybe like round 10, around there, yeah. in my third year, I thought like, yeah, like I actually feel like I belong here. Like yeah. I feel like I can play football. What Because, you know, we had Max on the show. Um, you know, you love Max. Uh, yeah. Everyone loves Max Gorn. And I asked him um, who his favourite midfielder is to play with. And, you know, do you know who he said? Hope he said me. He did say you. He said that you two just have this connection on the field. Um, whenever you rock up, you know, he just knows it's going to you. I think maybe it's that or the other boys aren't fit enough to get there <laughs> as, as quick as you are. There's just, there's honestly, there's this weird little like, there's just something yeah. between us two. I don't know what it is, but yeah, like you said, yeah, it's just. It's what's, just what's it like explain this like in a game? Like, do you, because I have a theory on, I never really played midfield and I have this theory on midfielders in, in AFL that, you know, you always see them practicing these routes like after training and yeah. there might be like three set plays. But I th- as soon as the game starts, never there's happen. no fucking way no, that happens. Never, like, it never, never happens. Never happens. Like, I, and I just yeah. couldn't get that. Yeah. I was like, well, what do you want me to do this when this? I know yeah. this isn't going to happen? Yeah. Um, because what happens is you get there and at the end of the day, the Bruckman just puts it to the same bloke every week. Yeah. So what what do you two do differently? Do you train together or is it, or is it just you just know where he's going, he knows where you are? Well, we've played together for six years now. Yeah. Or seven, six years. Um, and I've yeah been in the midfield much that yeah the whole time. So I don't know. I think it's just the time. Yeah, I think it's just yeah. time together. Obviously, you now tracks in there. We've got Vines. We've got Jimmy Jordan, Thomas Barrow, little boys coming through as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just to, once we're on the field, and yeah, it's just a little, just like a bit of chemistry, and you just, you just know I can. We got a pretty good thing with like my timing with him. So yep. compared to other ruckmen, I play with. I sort of struggle with other ruckmen, but with him, I just literally know when I've got to get there. Yep. Um, he knows where to put it, and I'll be there pretty much. So yeah, it sort of works out pretty well. Going on to the granny, um, fifty-six years, crazy, mm. long time. Going into that game, did you have like? A list of focuses like you said before of like what you needed to do to keep it simple like was there a specific role you were playing on the game was there anything that you had to do like what was good he saying you like just clary go and do your thing or yeah yeah pretty much 
Yeah, he just said, just do what you do every week, same game every week, yeah. saying, which you're saying to everyone. He's yeah. just do, do 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 what you've done the last 25 weeks, 24 weeks, and we'll be right, we'll be fine. We came into halftime, we're down by 20 points, whatever. And That's amazing. We were sitting there, and I think half was about to start crying. We're like, oh, no, like we wasted like the whole year. And then, yeah, we're just, yeah, we're pretty flat. And I don't even know what happened. We just sort of... <laughs> Something happened. Yeah. Something happened. I don't know what happened. We, uh, I don't know. We we got pretty lucky with a few things. Yeah. You know, I felt like in, in the midfield, a few balls that hit off someone's name. We end up popping out the front of the contest and got those four or five goals in a row, which was just, yeah, incredible. But yeah, I think that was a little bit of luck involved and will to win. Yeah. All right. Stick with me on this. I'm going to try and just freestyle on something. Yeah. So I think Melbourne this whole year, Everyone knew how good Melbourne were, but I still think there was that underlying factor of people going, oh, Melbourne, you know, historically, you know, like two, three, four years ago, but they're going to let you down in the end. There's going to be that point where they go, fuck, they're going to let you down. Yeah, that's what, yeah. And there was that point in the grand final where that there was that point. Mm. There was that point where you're going, okay, maybe this is that moment. Like there is that moment where Melbourne might not come back from this, mm. but you did. Yeah. Well, like, do you know? <laughs> Or is it just now? Well, do you, do you think, think that there's just that ingrained belief from, from yeah, everything else? I think like, we've got. Rid, I think we've most. Of, I think all of us have got rid of the like, outside noise yeah. anyway. So like, I don't think when we, when I think it was, I think Bond kicked his third goal. Whatever. Yeah, I think Janison kicked like took that mark yeah. as well in the goal square. Yeah. You think I was thinking, fuck, here we go. Yeah. This, this is big. Yeah, I was thinking that too for a little bit. I was like, oh, gee, I was more. I was more thinking like, fuck, it's a long year. Like, yeah. Really, like, it's a long year like, we've, and we've been away for home for six weeks and I was like oh, we'd like we sort of have to win like yeah. like, like what's the point of, like doing all this that's what I was for me personally and then we just, I think we're walking back and Gorney brought us all in all the midfielders in and he literally said like, like let's just let's go like we've got to go now basically like this is it and wow. yeah <laughs> something something happened there and track turned it on basically put put, put uh, the team on his shoulders so yeah it's pretty nice to just sit on sit on his shoulders and just get a free ride no i think <laughs> i think you're underselling yourself there a lot mate you were very very pivotal um in that game and good he was actually stopping by the studio last week i didn't want to drop that i am friends <laughs> with simon goodwin now as well he was yes. he was swinging by and he, he said that um you know the roles that you viney um, and uh, Sparrow. Yes, yeah, Sparrow. So I, I didn't know a lot about Tom Sparrow. Like I know he's obviously a good player and warrants his position in the team, but played on that day is is uh, is pivotal to the win as much as you know Petrarca going and kicking. Mm, he was outstanding. Tom Sparrow. Incredible. Um, I'm a big fan of grand finals, and I think on that big stage, there's always those like little moments that swing both ways like you're saying before about like how Bomp sort of like fired up a bit and kicked a goal and Janison and there's that time does anything stand out to you when you were like playing that wouldn't even be brought up on TV or or anything like that where you, the game sort of slowed down and you just went fuck that was huge um, it's funny every time we get asked this every time we were talking about this morning actually every time someone gets asked about it it's always the how when Gorney got tackled by Caleb Daniel they're like yeah. is, that, is that it is that yeah, it yeah, yeah. Like, oh let's get him yeah. like nah 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 like, I, I don't think I saw that to be honest I think I completely missed it but I think um, we just couldn't score for like I think we scored for like 30 minutes or mm. something ridiculous like we hadn't scored for I don't even know how long and uh, Harmsy actually got a it was like a, it was a clearance and uh, Gorney hit it back to Harmsy and he got it and he literally kicked it to Tata and he kicked the goal and he got that first goal on the board and that was for me like 
we're like, like, we just needed a goal. Yeah. Like, we needed, like, it was just that feeling of, like, oh, what's going Like, why can't we score? Like, we're getting in there and we're coming straight back out. But when Tata marked that ball. Who's Tata? Sorry, Bally Fritch. Bally Fritch. Sorry, okay. sorry, yeah. yeah. Sorry, thinking, no, I'm sorry, sorry about that. I am mates with Bally Fritch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I Yeah, so, yeah. Um, Tata, I mean. Frida, yeah, he... Um, oh, yeah. Frittata. Yeah, is that frittata. What it is? Yeah. Why is it Frittata? No oh. idea. Frit- oh, frittata. Frish. Frittata. Okay. Yeah, so I call him Tata. Yeah, Tata. Um, yeah, he marked the ball and he's the best kicker I've ever seen. So I basically walked back to centre square and he kicked that goal and I was like, oh, like there's a little bit of hope here. Like, we'll be right, I think. And then, yeah, sort of just... That's, that was my pivotal moment. Yeah. When just literally Harms, he got that... He had that one, like, just... It was a, just straight through with the boundary throw in. Um, and, yeah, got the goal. Got us back, got, got us back home. Going post grand final, mm. okay. You win, siren goes. You guys are going, you know, mental. Obviously, an incredible win. What's the next, you know, twenty four, forty eight hours like? Um, pretty big. Had a, we had uh, we got to stay at the ground, have yeah. a few drinks there. Um, I think we left there at like eleven or twelve, and then we went to some. Uh, I don't know what the place was called. Yeah, um, went there to. I know maybe that was like two or three a.m. and then we went back to the hotel. And then we had an early start next day. I had a, um, sorry, a footy, I think it was nine, nine years or something, footy yep. show, so I was, I was a little bit dusty. Yeah. Knocking up that, I felt better. And then yeah. we went out to, uh, we went on some stage or somewhere and had like, I, even know, I can't really remember too much of it. And then we went to this, uh, I think it's called OBH in Cottesloe. Yeah. It was probably one of the best days of my life. Really? I mean, everyone's life, I think. Yeah. We was just, that open to the public or just? Nah, just us. Yeah. So it was just us boys and there was like a few staff and it was that was, like yeah sort of just like we had the cup there and like that was probably when it starts to sink in a little bit but still, I still feel like it hasn't sunk in quite just yet either yeah at the same time but yeah that day was yeah very nice now again this doesn't answer this as you will but there was mm. a, there was rumours floating around in Melbourne that, that the two parties the two teams did meet somewhere is there any truth to this no no okay. I can put that to bed right now so I'm so Latham Vandermeer who's yep. a doggies is my yep. best like by my best mate yeah yeah from he's from Rupna I'm from Rupna me him and Jai seem to be another bloke yeah one of my best mates as well we're all from Rupna so we were upstairs so we walked in and the doggies boys got the booth and then a few other Melbourne boys like oh we want to get a booth too and so we sort of worked our way up we went upstairs they were downstairs um and then we're up there having a few drinks whatever I went down I was texting Lath. I sent Lath a message like oh what are you doing what are you up to blah blah, blah. walked downstairs had a chat to him and yeah Shaq was there as well so I was sitting in the booth with the doggies boys yeah having a good chat with them like, oh what's, like, what's going on like, what are you boys doing up there yeah and I was like Oh god! So I started getting out of the, like stepping out of the booth. I'm getting out of here. Like I'm, I'm out. I'm done. I'm like I don't know what's happened. No, no, no. Hang on. Who, who's throwing ice? We're like, what? Like who's been throwing ice at us? And I was like, man. Honestly, I've, I've been. And then Lath was, was talking to him. Jay doesn't know. He's been with us. I don't know what's going on. So we had a chat to him. But it was nothing. Like honestly, yeah. it got blown over. I don't even know how people found out about it. To be honest. But yeah. we would have had a laugh about it. It was, it was honestly nothing. And then it got put to bed. And we all had, yeah, great night together. And, Good. Yeah. Good. Well, I'm sure there's going to be plenty of um, big jewels of, of those two teams to come, which is is very exciting. Yourself, you win a flag, you have probably a career best year. You, you're in incredible form. How do you get better? I honestly, haven't really thought about it too much. I've lost a bit of weight. I want yeah, to get. You are bit. looking extremely lean. Yeah. So I wanted. I lost a bit of weight. So I wanted. Why is that? What's the reasoning behind that? Because uh, you already were travelling very well. Like. I don't know. I've just felt like I could. So in the last probably. A month or so, probably two months. The year I was probably a little bit, not a little bit heavier. Like I mean, like one or two kilos, but yeah. I probably felt like I wasn't running as well as I was at the start of the year. Mm. Um, 
so I just wanted to, yeah, I just wanted to see how it go. If I'm, I've still been doing all my weights and stuff, and I'm feeling yeah. stronger in the gym. Um, and I'm running all right at the moment. Fingers crossed, I run all right Monday, and the coach is happy. But yeah. no, nah, I lost. Think I've lost. I've met down to about 86, 87. So oh, yeah. Lost, yeah, lost about four, three or four kilos, I think. So I'm feeling, yeah, I just want to try something else out, honestly, just see if I could run a bit more. Because it's a modern game, I think, I feel personally. Um, yeah, you've got to be, you've got to run. Got to yeah, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because like from an outside perspective, it looks like you, you do cover the ground really well. Mm. But to hear that now with like limited rotations mm. and, and quicker, like that new rule with... Um, the man, the mark rule, it has just quickened the game up so much more, hasn't it? Yeah, I think another there's uh, a player that I've watched a lot, actually Sam Walsh, the way he runs, he's just unbelievable. Isn't oh, it? Yeah, I can't believe he. Yeah, I think it was his third year this year. Third year, third, I, think. I can't third believe year. how good he yeah. was. Like, and the way he runs, he's lean as and runs all day, and he's still strong. So I don't think it really matters if you. What three or four kilos lighter? You still probably gonna be the same strength, but probably affects your running a lot. Mm. Like that, dif- like the difference between the running that I feel now, running like 86, 87, running at like 90, 91, like was is like completely different. Like I feel like I can run for yeah way longer and I just feel much better. So yeah. What um like you know I know you're a big fan of um the show and I know you'd be knowing that I've got my marathon next week. And like the running that I've been doing for that, like I'm really and loving looking it. Looking very fit. Thank you very much. I, I'm, I'm loving it. Like it's just long distance, really, really easy, just chill running. I went up into Sydney a couple of weeks ago and did a running session with the Giants boys, and I was like, "Fuck, I'm going to be so fit. I'm going to smoke these guys." The running of an AFL midfielder versus training for a marathon completely is the it couldn't it felt like I'd never ran before in my life and I'd just forgotten how hard that was Mm. so quickly like what what are some of the sessions that you guys are doing this morning so this morning was our our longer one we did a three minute run two minute run one minute run and then a two minute run and one minute run and then a couple of 30 second runs and that's when you say long session as well that they're the longest you really run isn't it Mm. like yeah which I hate yeah (laughs) how funny is that to think that when you finish footy, yeah, the longest run you've really done is it's like two kilometers. Yeah, I know it's scary. And I'm talking. I talk to my mates. Oh, I went for a ten to fifteen k run. Yeah, what? How'd you do that? Yeah, I know, trust, believe me, it's a lot easier than you think. <laughs> it's a lot easier than a you know, well, short. I, stuff. Three minutes for me is like cat, like max. Like yeah, cat, like I anything more than that. Um, but the shorter stuff that you're doing, what? Yeah. Well, how does that easy. stay I, up at the moment? What, I what find you that guys, easy. Yeah. Just like, I like, if it's, we do like on a Monday and a Friday where it's like one to one, I think. So like yep. a 20 second run or a 40 second run. It's just like 20 on, 20 off, 40 on, 40, 40 off. I find that easy. But you know what's annoying is because people will listen to that and think that sounds so easy. I know. Where it's like, it's the hardest yes. thing you can yeah. ever do in So I'll, I'll talk to my mates back home like, oh, I've got this session. They're like, oh, what is it sent to them? I'm like, oh, yeah, and you play AFL. I'm like, yeah. no, no, like it's actually hard. Yeah, like, yeah. honestly, you should like come do it. They're like, nah, nah. I'll yeah, gonna do my ten k. Yeah, gonna do my ten k. Nah, my mates aren't like that. They're yeah. doing that either. Yeah, um, yeah. So, it, yeah, I find that just because I can stop and just like, well, it's 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 game like, isn't yeah. it? Like, it's sprint to yeah, a, it's sprint, is. sprint to a stoppage, sprint to the next. Like, yeah. it's really relatable. Whereas you're not going to run ten k's in a row on a well, field. Sammy Walsh probably would to be honest. Sammy Walsh probably would. Just keep running. <laughs> who, um, speaking of Sammy Walsh, who else do you look at in the comp and you, you want to take something from their game? Like, who do you admire? Wouldn't mind being a mark the ball. Yeah. Um, I think Fosh. Dukies. Yeah, if you Dukies, Fosh. You are the b- bigger than I. Like, you're a big boy. Isn't yeah. you're quite tall. You're, yeah. How big are you? 190? Yeah, 188, 189. Yeah. yeah. Just bad. Yeah, pretty much. I've probably grown, I probably am 190 now, actually. Yeah. I've probably grown a little bit, but two, two dodgy shoulders that, uh, two, 
too flush at the moment. Yep. Um, you lose a bit of confidence going up. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got three surgeries on now. So it sort of set me back a little bit. Yep. A um, few knocks here and there. But yeah, I wouldn't mind being able to mark the ball. Tracks, he's marking, actually, he's one on one marking. He's just any marking is mm. the best I've seen. Like, he'd probably be the best one on one mark. On the ground? Like, he's just one on one? Just ridiculous. He's a bit of a bull, isn't he? Oh, yeah. And you probably, even, you probably, I reckon you'd back him over Stevie May. Wouldn't mind seeing those two. Really? Guys. I actually think I I'd would. I'd like to hear that. I would love to see Because Stevie I thinks think he's like the toughest bloke in the he world. Is. He's a big teddy bear, though. I'd smoke. <laughs> you would. Yeah. He's weak as piss. <laughs> um, yeah, interesting. That's yeah. very interesting. That yeah. No, he's incredible. He was at training. He just, like, sticks his arm out and, like, that, like puts his feet down. Yeah. He may as well just give up because he's just that strong. Where Melbourne are now, like you, as you said, you've recorrected this this uh, stigma around um, you know not being able to finish things or, or not see it through. What, what to next? Do you think there's a ceiling on it? Like, do you look at the your list now and you think, fuck, like we're still so young, we're still hungry, um, and we can keep going? Or do you think that sometimes, like, is there something in the back of your mind where? And you almost need it to know that it's not going to happen. Is you think, fuck, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Like we've still got more to do. I think this off season is obviously going to be a big indicator for everyone. Yeah. And how we're going to go into the preseason. Um, but the way there was, I think there was maybe fifteen or twenty of us at Gosh's paid this morning. Yeah. At eight a.m. running, and we were there was about ten of us at the ten. There was ten of them at the uh, Gosh's, and the way those boys were running, I don't know it's a small sample size, mm. but the way they're running, the, how good Nick, everyone's in. I feel like we all know it's not just going to happen, but we can do it, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so obviously we've got to work hard and we've got belief in ourselves to do it. We've just got to put in the work. We're not just going to rock up day one or round one. We're just going to win, I think. And, yeah, some of the boys, I can't believe how well they're running, how fit they are yeah. and how strong they are in the gym at the moment. It's not even – we haven't even started pre-season yet, which is, yeah, sort of a bit scary, I think. Yeah, it is scary. How much does, like, the opportunity of playing – I know it's a long way away and you, it's, it's all about process and, you know, you've got to take one week at a time. But the idea of actually playing a home grand final at Melbourne at the MCG, like... Yeah, very. Yeah. I think that would be the number one driver for nearly everyone because um, obviously we've got to celebrate over in Perth, but obviously friends and family weren't weren't there and, like, our, we, our heart and soul supporters weren't there either because obviously we're going to fly over from from uh, Melbourne so yeah and to play on the G's that's every kid's dream to win a grand final at the, at the G we won, we won one which is still another like, unbelievable yeah. dream but it was in Perth so it was a little bit yeah. a little bit different in a way so yeah you can be, question it it's harder to say you could say it's nearly harder to win one yeah. in a way as well but I know yeah. what you're saying yeah, you, yeah there, there's that romantic thing yeah, it is. being able to do that MCG Melbourne yeah. home ground yeah. family everyone yeah. there's everyone there and it's just the feeling yeah um, yeah, when Richmond won their flag and Swan Street was pretty much on fire yeah. and cars were flipping over. And Where would Melbourne have their? What street would it be? Like somewhere in like Turak or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm mean, not. Nah, yeah, nah, actually, I don't even know. Somewhere, somewhere fancy. Yeah. What's next for Clayton Oliver? What do you want to do? Football, off-field life. What's plans? You just bought a, you just bought a house. Yeah, congrats. Thank you very much. Yeah, very Where, exciting. Where'd you go? Uh, I went in Campbell. Oh, just, lovely. Uh, lovely. Off, a little bit off Turak Road. Ooh. Yeah, she's beautiful. Yeah. What's your address? Yeah. So I uh, yeah, very stoked. I um, got pretty lucky with it actually. You gonna move in? Yeah, moved in. Yeah, moved, moved in. in. Yeah. yeah. You got any of the boys living with you? Or nah, you run out? Nah, nah, nah. Just uh, by myself at the moment. Yeah. Um, 
which is nice. Uh, pretty cruisy. Yeah. Don't mind my own, uh, bit of time to myself. So it's been uh, doing a few things, just fixing up. Um, the front the front fence has actually fallen in, which is a bit disappointed okay. about. I can come around. <laughs> Thank you. Um, they're they're um they're not yeah. So I need to do a few things too, which is actually um I didn't want to buy a house that was uh like modern and mm-hmm. had nothing to do with it. So yep. it's got a fair bit to do with it. So I just want to yeah just probably just yeah tick a few boxes and do a few things here and there and yeah I've yeah get a landscaper in and get the driveway fixed up I've got to do little things yeah I'm, just, yeah I'm pretty excited to just do all that better homes and gardens yeah yeah it is actually I love it so I've been doing I love landscaping getting yeah. in the garden I love my lawnmower it's got a lawnmower oh you got a lawnmower what do you got with it yeah what what lawnmower I've, you know what I've got the, um, uh, a battery one so I'm looking after the oh. environment a lithium ion battery yeah Elon Musk so yeah. uh, he's looking after the environment so I thought about doing the right thing yeah cost it a fair bit so yeah. hopefully, right <laughs> hopefully yeah hopefully uh charging all the time isn't defeating the purpose of it i don't think it does yeah no, i don't really know about solar, that I think. yeah fingers crossed That'd be yeah. good um and what about like after footy yeah. i know it's a long way yeah. away like, i need to you, i need to start doing something well you don't really like i think <laughs> <laughs> you do you you need to i think the big thing that i've always known i sometimes hate asking this question because you don't know what you want to do till you know what you want to do so you just got to work out what you don't want to do yeah so i'm yes i'm that's what i'm i just Tell i know what ones. i don't want to do yeah yeah well, there you go so cool. i know what i don't want to do so i'm just sort of like i don't want to boy i talk to boys and they've been going uni for what 14 years or something because yeah. they can only do like one or two subjects per year and i was doing commerce i think i did my first three years i think i did like six subjects maybe maybe less and i was like i'm not gonna get some 30 and then realised I don't want to do this. Yeah. Like if I was a if I was on like like a sorry like a normal uni student it was over four years I probably would have just like stuck with it and done it. But I was like I'm not going to do this for like my whole career and then get to the end of my career and be like fuck I wasted every single one of my days off or like yeah. every single second of like and then I'm like I don't even want to do anything to do with like that. Yeah. So I sort of I sort of like took myself out of it and had a good chat at the club what I want to do. Um, but yeah I was I, I think something I feel like something will pop up yep. not, not pop up but I think I feel like I'll be attracted to something that I want to do yeah do you want to stay in footy do you think that'll be like would you uh, something like that I don't know I wouldn't mind uh, I reckon once I finish footy I'll probably I want to head home yeah probably head back to the country for a little bit yep. I feel so and I'll probably not come back to Melbourne but yeah I think yeah if you do have a family and all that I think I, yeah I would like to do that in the country but um, yeah that's a, that's probably a while away where is, where is Marutna Marutna sorry uh, it's in near Shepparton uh, oh, SPC. SPC. Yes, like everyone, knows, everyone says that. Fruit. Yes, yeah, everyone yeah, yeah, says yeah. that. Every single person. Yes, yes <laughs> Where's Rima Anna? Yeah. Ah, SPC. SPC, yes. 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 Yeah. What would you do back there? Um, I don't know. Just chill. Yeah, we might just sit in the goal screen. Just be pretty overweight. Just what there, are they, Rima? What are the, the... The cats. The cats. The cattery. The cats. Okay. Yeah. You and Josh Aggie back there. Ah, uh, he's just seen more late, actually. We'll oh, we we reverse each other. Okay. Yeah. Life fair to me will be there. Yeah, enjoy. We got, we had a little actually talk about it the other night when I was we went to their house yeah. before the races. And we, <laughs> They'll be very excited. Yes. Marupna fans and locals will be very excited yes. to hear this. So they've uh, got uh, yeah, point, have you heard of the point system? The, yeah, yeah, you'd all be one pointers. No, zero. Because we're all locals. Oh, you're oh, juniors. Is it, is it one? Or is it, yeah, we're all juniors. Yeah, I so think it's, it was, one, I I think it's one. a one pointer. Oh, oh we I thought think. it was zero. Oh, there we yeah. go. We about to clear that. Yeah, so I thought it was zero. So we were like laughing. There's three of us were like all were zero. But if we had not been from Marupna, we're five. Yeah, five points. Yeah. Yeah, so people are getting dropped. Like, like, why are you getting dropped this week? Oh yeah, because the five point is coming back. Yeah, and I'm worth two. Yeah, and he's one, so he plays ahead of me, and we're like, yeah, it's interesting how it works. Yeah, it's very interesting how it yeah. works. But 
Yeah. I'm just going to drop it. You won't have to worry about that. Yeah, I might get on this. I'll come down. Yeah, come down the cat there. Oh, they're, gone. they're not too flush at the moment, so no. probably not need a bit of help. That's exciting. Um, mate, it's been an honour, pleasure, privilege to have you on the show. Learned so much. Really looking forward to seeing you go next year. Um, I think you're going to level up again, which is which is scary to think. But, um, yeah, really, really honoured, mate, and, and beautiful uh, to have you on the show. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. It's been a great time. If that wasn't enough for you and you want even more, you're in luck. Dylan Friends is now on Patreon. Dylan Best Friends. If you'd like to learn more, you can head to patreon.com forward slash Dylan Friends or you can head to the link in the show notes. Thanks for listening to the Dylan Friends podcast. If you like the show, it'd be a massive help if you could like, follow, rate, leave a review or even share with your friends. The show is produced by myself and Sam Bonza. Damon Jackman from Creative Edge Films is responsible for audio and visual production. The show is recorded at the Dylan Friends Studio in Melbourne, Australia. If you'd like to get in touch or suggest a guest or advertise with the Dylan Friends podcast, please email us at inquiries at dylanfriends.com. Thanks so much for tuning in.